there's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. It's hard not to add a side of hot, crispy hash browns to your favorite McDonald's breakfast. It's even harder not to eat said hash browns before you get home. This episode is brought to you by Twizzlers. Long day, late night, feeling a little bored. Twizzlers is the ultimate sidekick for any moment of the day, no matter what kind of day you're having. The perfect level of sweet and a fun excuse to sit back and relax. Unwind with Twizzlers. To buy now, visit Hersheyland.com slash Twizzlers. Welcome to my travel podcast, Life's a Beach. Every week I invite a special guest to take us on a journey together to their favorite holiday destinations and to reveal their top travel tips and tales. Ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome on board someone who's been on some of our favourite telly over the years. Gogglebox, I'm a Celebrity, Anton Dex, Saturday Night Takeaway, and she's coming back soon on ITV2 with Celebability. Hoi the lads, it's Scarlet Muffin! This is the final boarding call for Scarlet Moffat. Can Scarlet Moffat please come to the gate? This is the final boarding call for Scarlet Moffat. Scarlet Moffat! Scarlet Moffat! Scarlet Moffat! Scarlet Moffat! Thank you. Welcome on board, Scarlet. How are you, love? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. I had a little bit of turbulence coming in, but I'm all right. <laughs> <laughs> what do you like as a traveller? Do you do you go for fun? Do you go for a bit of culture? Do you go just to relax? Do you go for a spa break? Tell me everything. Do you know what? I think I'm like an all-rounder, but I am absolutely like shit scared of flying. Like it doesn't matter really? how many times that I go on a plane, it never gets any better. And I remember going to Cyprus for me cousin's wedding and I was sat in the front seat and the air hostess could see how like shaken up I was. And she said, just so you know, there's going to be an electrical storm. And I was like, oh, and she was like, but like the plane can withstand it. It's fine. I started feeling really faint. And then... You know, when they get that little call from the pilot and I was like, oh, no, this isn't going to be good news. And she went, just so you know, the plane may drop a few thousand feet, but we're going to be fine. I just vomited everywhere. I just projectiles. <laughs> <laughs> so my body just went, nah. And I was like, please, oh. can I get up? And they were like, there's nowhere to go, hon. Like, and I was like, it's awful. Oh. Because you know, with turbulence, I think when the when the air camping crew was still pushing the trolley, I feel safe. But when they leave the trolley, run back to the seats, and put the seatbelt on, yeah. you know it's going to be bad. <laughs> yeah, you know that it's got. Yeah, you know, like 
this could be the end. Do you know what I mean? And you start <laughs> saying your prayers and like you start almost as if you're in a hostage situation when you say like, look, God, if you just let this plane land safe, I'll be a good person. Like I'll not be a dick. <laughs> Have you ever thought, oh, do you know what? Some of the cabin crew are quite nice. I might just get off with him because I've got nothing to lose if we're all going to explode in the air. <laughs> See, I feel like I always travel virgin, so everyone's always LGBTQ+. So, I, But I still would give it a go if I knew it was falling to the ground. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is your pilot speaking. There's nothing to worry about. This turbulence is perfectly normal. And you should just go about your business in the cabin without being worried. Thank you very much. Now, you've just come back from Paris, if if uh, I believe your Instagram. Did you enjoy it? Yeah, it was lovely. We went. It, my little sister was 16, which I can't believe. I know it makes me feel like an old person now that she's like a proper grown up. But yeah, we had like a wonderful time. I did actually, I have just been recovering um, from shitting through the Ivor needle because I had a dodgy oyster. So I have been poorly for the past two days. Oh no. But it was worth it. Seeing the Eiffel Tower in real life was worth it. (laughs) You didn't shit yourself on the Eiffel Tower, did you? No, no, I didn't dare go up. It's too high. (laughs) Really? You didn't go up the Eiffel Tower? No, because you've got, well, you can walk up the stairs, but I think they said it was like 500 steps to the first floor. And that's like exercise. I don't do exercise on a holiday. <laughs> <laughs> you might as well just crawl up a pylon or something. Yeah, it's the same experience. So where did you go on holiday as a kid? Do you know what? I was like really fortunate that we always went on at least one abroad holiday and one caravan holiday. Weirdly, I did actually enjoy the caravan holidays more, even though there was like 10 of us in a two berth. Um, It was something exciting about it. Yeah. (laughs) Did you ever have any holiday romances? Oh, do you know what? No, because I was a fugly kid. <laughs> but in my head, I did. Do you know what I mean? In my head, like, I found people that I found attractive. But not until I was about 14 did I, like, have oh, a... Oh, really? You thought yeah. you were an ugly kid? Yeah. I didn't think I've got the photo evidence, Alan. <laughs> 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 this isn't me feeling sorry for myself. I'm not wanting anyone to go, no, you were beautiful. Like, I've got photographic evidence, like... Genuinely, I was an ugly kid, but then I sort of blossomed. Well, I got less ugly as I as puberty hit. So, yeah, then I had like a little holiday romance. Ah, <laughs> where was that then? Where did you Where did you go? Did you Did you go on one of those holidays where you You know, you go like to Ibiza or Magaluf, and then you open your case and you go, Oh no, I forgot to pack my morals. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was my first holiday romance was actually on a teletext holiday. Oh God. You try and explain to kids about the teletext. They don't get it, do they? And there was like 500 pages, weren't there? And if you missed the phone number, you had to wait like two days for the screen to come back round again, (laughs) didn't you? And it was like a mystery to us. So you'd basically get on a coach and you didn't know what hotel you were going to end up in. So every time you pulled up to an absolute shithole, you'd go, please not me, please not me, please not me. (laughs) 
and you could hear people like sigh in relief if it wasn't their names that were called. But yeah, we we went on a teletext holiday to Fengarola. Uh, and I met a Swedish guy who I thought was called Douglas, but he was actually called Douglas. It was just his accent. <laughs> Douglas. Douglas. <laughs> oh, I love Douglas. <laughs> oh. My brother went on one of those teletext holidays and like you said, you know, you just don't know the accommodation. <laughs> Is it called Hotel on Arrival? And there was it was above a petrol station. <gasps> Oh. And then everyone just looked at him like he was the scum of the earth as he got <laughs> off with it. Because everyone's so snobby, aren't they? Cause they? And everyone, like you said, is praying, please don't be my hotel, please. <laughs> I miss a teletext holiday, though. Yeah. Bit of excitement, not knowing where you're going to end up. Yeah, like now me and my pals always go to, like, we go to Torremolinos or Gran Canaria and we always stay in, like, like the ritual and stuff, which is, like, a gay friendly hotel and I'm always the only girl there <laughs> and like my boyfriend's always like are you sure you don't mind I'm like no I don't mind I get there and it's just loads of hunky men in speedos and I'm like I'll be fine honestly I'll get through it <laughs> 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 it'll be fine <laughs> so tell us somewhere you've been that you haven't been that keen on Oh. You don't, this is a safe space. We're not slagging anything off. We're not like, you know, we're talking about things like, have you, have you lost your luggage? Has oh. your passport gone missing? Tell us something like that, a place that you really were a little bit, uh, a bit unimpressed with. Like, this sounds really awful, but like, I went to Switzerland, right? And like, yeah, there was just a lot of walking. And, like, I know that sounds really thing, but I just don't like walking on holiday. Like, to me, a holiday is, like, you, your Fitbit should be, like, are you still alive? Do you know what I mean? It should be, like, are you okay, hon? Because it's just about, like, drinking as much as you can without, like, dying and eating as much as you can. Whereas when you go on walking holidays, it's like, it's, I just don't understand why it's fun. And then my mum and dad's always like, you're accomplishing something. And I'm like, well, you're not, re not, not really accomplishing anything because I've paid to do this. I've paid, paid technically just to go to the gym in the sun. <laughs> it's awful. So you didn't think much of Switzerland then? No, nah, it's just a lot of mountains, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, and if you don't like walking, that is probably the worst place to go. Yeah, because once you've seen a mountain, you've seen them all, haven't you, really? Like, they all look the same. Yeah, yeah, I sort of get that. The chocolate's nice, though, in Switzerland, isn't it? I didn't even buy any chocolate. We're just too busy walking, Alan. Well, that sounds like a miserable holiday, just walking. It was awful, I know. So that was probably the worst. And then... And then the other, like, work, like, actually, this was probably the worst ever holiday. But it wasn't at the time, but now we look back on it, like, I could have sort of got abducted. So when we went to Tenerife, I was about eight years old, and I made friends with this Birmingham family on the beach. And they had a villa. And, like, in 1997, that was unheard of. I was like, who are these people with a private pool? Like, they don't even have to share a pool. Like, they've got their own pool. This is amazing. And then I said to my mum, oh, can I go to their villa? And so, like, my dad was off getting us ice creams. And my mum was like, yeah, of course you can. Like, we'll meet you at the Top Tone, which was like a pub there, at 6pm. See you there. So I went off. And obviously, my dad came back with an ice cream. Like, where's our Scarlet? And my mum was like, oh, she's just gone with a friend. Oh, where's she gone to? To their villa. 
Oh, where is it? Oh, I don't know. What's the name? Oh, I don't know. And my mum and dad said they just literally went to the pub at five o'clock, like just sitting, praying, hoping that I was like eventually going to come back. But obviously I did. But yeah, that could have been not a nice story. <laughs> no, no. My God. You're a bit like me, really. I mean, did you ever go like to Whitley Bay or anything? <gasps> I love Whitley Bay. Yeah, I like Haggerston Castle, Blue Dolphin, all those. They're amazing. I remember going wink, winkle picking down at St Mary's Lighthouse. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah, did you ever go crabbing? I loved crabbing. Yeah, crabbing and all of that with me granddad Tart and me grandma. Now, listen, I know you love a supernatural story and oh, you're yes, into I do, aliens I do. and is Elvis alive and everything, which you talk about in your podcast. Now, what's that hotel that's really haunted up in Northumberland? Is it Lumley Castle? Lumley Castle, yeah. Me and Scott's visit, me and my boyfriend's visited it before. But we didn't see now. I really wanted to see, like... Something. It's, it's ter- the story's terrifying, isn't it? Because you've got that well in the foyer where yeah. apparently a woman was thrown down and she haunts the place. I know, like, I know it sounds sick, but like, I'd love to see, I'd love to see a ghost. This episode is brought to you by Twizzlers. Long day, late night, feeling a little bored. Twizzlers is the ultimate sidekick for any moment of the day, no matter what kind of day you're having. The perfect level of sweet and a fun excuse to sit back and relax. Unwind with Twizzlers. To buy now, visit Hersheyland.com slash Twizzlers. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. So you've never seen one? Mm, I feel like I've felt one before. Oh, where did you feel it? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I feel like I've felt the presence of ghosts, but like I've never seen it. And actually, we met this really, this man who, he, he was a peculiar fellow, but in the nicest way possible. Like he had a master's degree in um, sex and trees. And he like knew loads of stuff. What? Yeah, no. Sex like, in trees? Yeah, like he did his thesis on like... Um, how trees have sex or something like that. Like, something something to do with, like, sex and trees. (laughs) And then he also... So he's, like, a science man, but who also believed in the paranormal. And he, like, filled my heart with joy because he told me that he's actually seen a ghost wearing T-shirt and jeans. And I've always wanted that because it's normally just Victorians, isn't it? But I'd, in my wildest dreams, I'd love to just see like a ghost wearing like a Spice Girls t-shirt and a pair of denim jeans. That's the dream. And he said he's seen it. So I felt like that day at Lumley Castle was, even though we didn't technically see a ghost, I felt like my heart was happy that I know that you can get ghosts in t-shirts because they say that don't they be careful always look your best just in case you get knocked down because that's the outfit you'll haunt everyone with for the rest of your life oh i know but it's a lot of effort isn't it <laughs> it 
is a lot of effort. Like, honestly, if I died in my house, I, I, I don't even think they'd let us in heaven. I'm sure there's probably a dress code. They'd be like, nah, you're not getting in on. Go and sort your hair out. You're not wearing a onesie, love. <laughs> yeah, get it off. <laughs> I know you said that you had runny bum with your oysters. Yeah. Are you quite adventurous when it comes to other food? Will you have street food and all that, or are you? Yeah, I am. You know, honestly, like my one of like the sayings in the Moffat family, and it's my dad that always says it, and it's because I used to be a fussy eater when I was little and now I'm not because he always used to say, what won't stick in your throat won't stick in your ass." So now I just try... What was that? One stick in your throat, one stick in your ass. No, what won't, like what won't stick in your throat won't stick in your ass. So you may as well just I give it a go. I thought you were talking, I thought one stick in your throat, <laughs> one stick in your... I thought it was like that man who talked about sex with trees, one stick in your ass. <laughs> No, no, just this northern accent. What won't, sorry, what won't? A won't, what won't, won't stick, stick yes. in your throat, won't stick in your ass. So, yeah, like when we, me and my friends went to Hong Kong and we had like street food there and stuff, like to eat like shellfish there, you have to like actually physically bite the shell off. Like you don't get like cutlery to like break into it or out. So we were just gnawing at shell. That's maybe, insane. You just, yeah, maybe you're not really meant lazy, to do that actually. It? Yeah. It's actually just honestly, everyone was just like, and then spitting it on the floor. <laughs> and the weirdest, the weirdest thing I tried there, right? And it doesn't even sound weird, but instead of fries in McDonald's, they had sweet corn, and I just found that really weird. No, that's not right, no, is it? Muck sweet corn. <laughs> do no, you do no, you no. do that? Do you eat street food and stuff? I try and eat strip, but I don't like to go too, you know, when people like gnaw on the chicken feet. Yeah, no. I don't like that. And then someone said they had chicken feet that tasted of bubble gum. And then I wondered whether the chicken had maybe trod on the bubble gum <laughs> on, on the street. And then when they cut it off, it was still on there, a bit of hubba bubba in between <laughs> the toes. <laughs> oh, God, you'll be sick oh, again. Oh, my tummy's still not settled, darling. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Look. Have you ever been on holiday with someone famous or have you been in the same hotel or the same flight as someone famous? I'll start it off. I've been on a flight to Venice Ooh. with Jane McDonald. <gasps> You're living my dream. Yes, Jane McDonald. Did Not you get her to cruise, do a little it was song? On a plane. I feel like the world would implode on itself. The fact that she wasn't on a cruise and she was on a flight. I thought it was an imposter. I said, like, what the hell are you doing on a flight? But I've sold this story, told this story before. But you know when it goes to the screens and it goes, um, you know, boarding, it suddenly went to last call without going to boarding. So I was like, ah! So, like, I dropped me wine and I ran because that's my worst fear of missing yeah. a plane. Out the corner of my eye, I see a brown-haired woman in cork wedges running past me like Usain Bolt. <laughs> Bloody Jane McDonald. <laughs> she can bloody sprint, you know. She was so quick. Isn't that amazing? I love that. Did you get her to do a little turn for you, a little song? Yeah, a little song. At the end, as we landed, because we were so relieved, she sang Ray of Light. <laughs> Did she actually? I was going to, 
I, do you know what, though? I wouldn't believe that. I actually genuinely would have believed that story as well. She sang that Venga Boys song. <laughs> <laughs> Scarlett, tell us about this documentary you're doing. Oh, so, like, I've always wanted to be a bit, like, of an in-between of, like, Louis Theroux and Stacey Dooley, because I, I love them. And, uh, Louis Dooley? Yeah, Louis Dooley. That's such a good name, Louis Dooley. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And it's all about, uh, like, during lockdown, loads of teenage girls started getting Tourette's and Ticks. And, like, no one knows why. Like, Great Ormond Street used to see maybe five to six cases a year. Then they started seeing five to six cases a week. And when I was little, I had I, I had ticks, believe it or not. And then, I feel like I had every ailment as a kid. But ticks was one of them. And obviously... Ugly and ticks. I know. Oh my Do you God, know what I mean? I feel I'm going like... to set up a GoFundMe page. <laughs> Honestly, I was fucked. Like, what happened is I got Bell's palsy and ticks and smashed my teeth all in the space of, like, maybe six months to a year. So it was just really, like, it was really hard. But, like, when I was a kid, like, my mum and dad thought I was, like, putting the ticks on a bit for for sympathy. Because, <laughs> like, you only really knew about Tourette's, like, from the Effin and Jeffin Tourette's. I know, and it's not that. It's not just no, people nah. going piss flaps, bollocks. Nah. It's actually really animal noises. It can be sudden movements. Yeah, yeah, mine was like sudden movements. So, yeah, I wanted to try and investigate like why there was a like a rising case in it. But I've got a newfound respect for Louis Theroux because it's hard. It like interview you, you know like interviewing so hard. I've not done it before. Like I've never had to ask anybody an awkward question, and like I try and like people please and be everyone's friend. But having to ask sort of like parents, do you know? Do you think your kids might be faking ticks? It's hard, especially when you've got a rapport with them and like your class. You've got to get that balance right. Haven't yeah, you? it's so hard. So I feel like I've learned loads uh, doing that. But yeah, it's been fun. Have you been on holiday with anyone famous? So, um, I was once... Obviously, you did I'm a Celeb, so you went to Australia with loads of people. Yeah, and actually, in that hotel, like, I did, like, a press thing in the Versace, and uh, boy George took a photo of me and was like, oh, Scarlett's in the same hotel as me. And I was like, oh, my God, I was like, I'm in the same hotel as boy George. So, I think that's probably, like... The most famous, actually. I mean, Boy George is pretty, pretty He's famous. iconic. Yeah. I love him as well. He didn't have one of his hats on, though. I've never seen him without a hat I know. On. I was like, oh, he didn't have a hat on. Maybe it's because it was hot in Australia. Yeah, <laughs> Isn't yeah. It we... Did you like Australia? No. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, was, no. That, was that too blunt? It's a bit too hot for me. It's a bit too humid. I'm from the north, aren't I? I like a bit of rain now and then. And what are you like with creepy crawlies? Because over there they've got like um, birds that eat shit and eat cats <laughs> and fucking birds and shit. <laughs> yeah, this is what I mean. Like, I like, I don't mind insects in the house in Britain. Like, if there's a spider, I'm the one that like takes it outside and stuff. But like, not over there because they can like chew your feet off, can't they? They're rotten. They'll put a glass over you and a yeah. bit of paper underneath <laughs> and throw you out the back door. <laughs> I love Australia, but that does scare me. Sharks. 
Oh, Massive yeah. spiders, snakes. And yet you go to New Zealand, they've got none of that, you know. Oh, really? That's on my list. I'd love to go. New Zealand and Canada are on my list of places to go. Oh, you'll love New Zealand. The people are so funny over there. They? they don't give a shit. I was doing an early morning radio show over there and when Chatty Man was on. So, Alan, who's been a fucking prick on your show? <laughs> This was like their morning, like, what, can you imagine Lorraine dropping the F-bomb? <laughs> I was like, oh, who's been a, a fucking prick? Okay. Um, <laughs> I was oh, so yeah. shocked. Even I was shocked and I'm, like, quite unshockable. <laughs> oh, that sounds like my cup of tea, though, actually. I think I quite like New Zealand. I've seen that you've just been away with my girl crush, Amanda Holden. Oh, yeah, we're in Sicily. Yeah, it's absolutely amazing. Oh, my God. Have you ever been to Sicily? No, I feel like you've been everywhere that I want to go. I've seen your um, your Insta video where it was where you were running to Kate Bush. I know, I know. She loves the TikTok, Amanda. She did that. And then, then I'd have a bit, few April spritz and went, let's do a silhouette dance. <laughs> and, of course, she is so fit, isn't she? She's just got the perfect body. I'm gyrating. It looked like my tit was resting on a cypress tree in the background. <laughs> do you remember that Polish group that did um, the silhouettes on Britain's Got Talent? Yeah. <laughs> I was like a knockdown version of them, knockoff version of them. <laughs> I'm sure but you yeah, were beautiful. I, mean, I'm, I, I look forward to seeing that one. <laughs> oh, it's going to be so good. It's going to be so good. It's a town that's just like become a ghost town um, through no fault of their own. The population's down. They said buy a house for a euro and start a new life there. So we bought bought one for a euro and obviously doing it up. And it's all going to go to charity, of course. It's not going to be holiday home for me and Amanda. <laughs> but no, it's going to be wonderful. You're going to love it. Oh, I'm excited. Um, when it's on. Yeah, yeah. So how outrageous do you go on holiday? Have you any skinny dipped? Are you a nudist? Is there something we don't know about you? Um, well, <laughs> I'm trying to, yeah, do you know what? I feel like, I don't know whether it is because I'm northern, but I feel like because we're not used to the sun, as soon as that sun like beats down on your skin, it's like you turn into a different human being and all your inhibitions go and like you're like, fuck it, I'm never going to see these people again. And you just randomly like sat, lemon cello shot, your left tit hanging out. You don't care, do you? <laughs> you just don't care. You for- Sometimes I forget like... Oh, like, I am actually on the telly sometimes when I go on holiday. Like, where were we at in Vegas? And um, I started swimming in the fountain. And then people started taking photos. And then my friend's like, I don't think that you should be doing that. And I was like, oh, actually, yeah, I'll get out. I'll get out. (laughs) (laughs) Because you're just like me. Even though you're on the telly, you still go, oh, we'll never see him again. Like, of course they'll see you again. You're on the telly. Yeah, sometimes I do forget about that. Like, I forget people would actually give a shit if I was swimming in a fountain in a swimsuit in Vegas. Do you know what I mean? Like, you forget, oh, that's a story that could, like, the Daily Mail could print. At the time, you're just like, yeah, living my best life. Left tit hanging out. It's always my left one, because that's my favourite. <laughs> You got a favourite tit? Yeah, I feel like that's just, like, everyone has. I bet you do as well, because Scott has a favourite one. Like, is the one that you look at and you think that's nicer? I don't know, really. What do you think? It's left or right? Uh, what do you both think? Both of yours are beautiful. They're, they're both quite perky yeah, today. Mine's I've left. got my sports bra on. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, well, listen, we're just about to land, okay? So can you make sure your tray tables are up and your windscreen is up as well? What's it called that? What's it called? The blind. God, do you go on once where the blinds got them down your fancy? <laughs> no, the, 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 the thing. What's it called? The window. Yeah, is it they, the win- they don't have, some, some planes don't even have blinds now on windows. God, what, that's a real budget airline. Yeah. Has it got wings? <laughs> well, just to say, gaffer taped on. But yeah, the last few flights I've been on, they haven't even had blinds. Because I'm like, oh, that sun's bright. And I'm like, where's where the blinds gone? That's ridiculous. You, you know who I'm flying with, don't you? <laughs> you can guess. <laughs> I hate that when people, when you haven't got a window seat and then they put the blind down and you're like, oh, I wanted to look at the, at the window. <laughs> yeah. It's rude, isn't it? It is rude. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is your pilot speaking. We have a beautiful sunset at the moment to the right of the plane. And we invite all our first-class passengers to why not pull down the Egyptian cotton festoon blind and pull back the distressed oak-panelled shutters and enjoy the view. To the people in economy, don't even bother looking. You haven't even got a window. Losers! Right, OK, here we go. Mojito or mint tea? Mojito. Amazon Prime or Amazon Hike? I think I know what this is Amazon Prime. <laughs> Mozigard, no thanks, I'm hard. No thanks, I'm hard. <laughs> you don't have Mozigard? Nah. Really? Yeah. You're tough. Thanks. It, well, it build, it's like good for your immune system, isn't it? Getting st- what? Like getting stung. Is it? I don't know, that's what my dad says. Maybe she's talking shite. <laughs> first aid kit or first aid shit? First aid kit. You will take your first aid. Mackie D or local delicacy? Mackie D. <laughs> tip em or fuck em? <laughs> no, tip em. <laughs> you all, do you give good tips? I do, actually, yeah. I, I think I do. Well... Depends, like if they've if they've been mediocre, then I give them fifteen percent. But if they've been nice, twenty percent. Oh God! All right, Rockefeller. Wow. <laughs> it's nice to be nice, isn't it? I just give them a couple of euros and a button or a mint. <laughs> my dad, my dad once when uh, we went and he thought they would take the piss out of him because they give him a cup of tea and a glass. And, like, he'd never seen that before. And he was like, they taking the piss out of me. I was like, nah, Dad, like, it's a European thing. Like, sometimes they do that. And when they come, and he said, he's the money. And he went, he's a tip. Serve it in a mug next time. <laughs> oh, God, help <laughs> Scarlett, thank you so much. Oh, nice. Thank you. See you later. See you, love. I hope your belly gets better after your brown rain. Thank you for flying, Alan Air. Oh, thank you, Scarlett. That was brilliant. And you can check out Scarlett on Celebability on ITV2. And, of course, Scarlett has her own fabulous podcast, Scarlett Moffat Wants to Believe. Next week, we've got Sarah Pascoe on board, Alan Air. And don't you ever forget, life's a beast. 